Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelien, the mindforinvestor.net. I'm here with Darcy, DarcyWatt.ca, and Glenn, glennsutherland.com. And today, since we are approaching the end of the year and the beginning of the new year, we're going to discuss um, our goals um, for 2023. Uh, I can start. Um, I... Uh, so on the spiritual uh, aspect, I'd like to do to go on a retreat, um, a silent retreat. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm I started looking for one somewhere in Canada. Um, uh, my wife is a bit concerned that I would go a whole week without talking, uh, but you know there is always someone <laughs> doing a Dharma talk at night, so there is always the sound of a voice. And uh, I really want to do it. So I think I'm going to start with a weekend uh, where it's basically just three days. You arrive the first day, second day is a full day without talking. And then third one is uh, you leave. Um, so I'd like to do a mindfulness retreat or a silent retreat. Have you done something like that before? Yeah, I used to do I used to do them on the, the long weekend in September. Yeah. Just north of Toronto with my um, Toronto teacher, uh, Heidi Walk. But uh, there was none this year. And um, yeah, and it's kind of the weekend to be with family. So I, I think I'm going to. Just again. to be completely naive on the whole thing. Like, is the the, the purpose like you, you you're, it lets your brain think more or like what's the, you know, I, I'm just being I, I haven't done one before. So what what does it do? Like what? Yeah, it's a meeting with yourself. So there is a uh, different types of exercises of uh, different types of meditation you do. You do walking meditation, uh, sitting down meditation with the discipline of, of, you know, it's like a muscle, the muscle of focus. You bring your attention back to the breath or an element you want to focus on. Um, and it's basically a, an encounter with yourself and your mind, you know. You you see you know what's on your mind and uh, as you get deeper into meditation uh, other things come up and um, um, and uh, yeah I think it's um, I like doing it usually I do a mini retreat at the end of the year I uh, I go to the hotel in the week between Christmas and New Year I book a hotel night and I meditate for an hour and then write down my goals i reviewed those goals for last year and i did not accomplish them all but um one that i stick to was uh to to meditate half an hour every day so i, I stick to that and in terms of business i didn't really get there but um, um i had some major breakthroughs uh particularly in terms of focus um i've been focused very focused on, on commercial real estate since november and I want to keep that going. I want to keep that momentum going into 2023. And uh, my my business goals are around uh, CRE. And um, and once I close on a first CRE deal, then I start generating income from that closing on it. I want to um I want to reward myself by reinvesting into a, a business coach. I think I want to um, try a business coach next year. I, I put some feelers out. And as soon as I close on that deal as a reward, I want to invest in a business coach and invest in myself. And yeah, and um, do some activities with my daughters. Keep keep going <clears throat> every um, every week. Do a little activity uh, on Saturday in the morning or in the afternoon. Be together. And uh, yeah, and do um, uh, 
do date nights with my wife on a on a weekly basis. Um, yeah, yeah. These are the big picture goals. That sounds awesome. There's a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I've never done a silent retreat. <clears throat> I think my wife would not be worried about. Well, she'd be worried about if I could be silent for a whole day. I don't think she'd worry about that at all. <laughs> she's like, I, I bet you can't do it. You know. It would be a real challenge to me. Even um, we went uh, like last weekend, I did a car ride all the way to Kingston from here, which is like three and a half hours there and five and a half back because of weather. Um, mm -hmm. And just we had music on and I couldn't even just sit and listen to the music. I had to talk the whole freaking time. <laughs> it, it, that surprises none of us. I did the same. I did the same. Yeah. 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 I'm a verbal processor. Yeah, that's really hard. That'd be an incredible discipline. I mean, already by you know by temperament, you're a quieter soul. But boy, that'd be difficult for the other two of us, as most listeners know. Maybe it'd be a challenge even to do it for like a whole evening. Like just, it would be. <laughs> I'd have to have no one around. <laughs> mm. I've often, I I've often like said, "Oh, sorry, it would be powerful to you know to do that to myself, right? Even just to uh, just let myself think and." I don't know. Yeah. All those disciplines, you know, any kind of discipline would shape you. So yeah, it could. I but I, I think I've said to others, I speak a lot just to hear the if it sounds as crazy out loud as it does in my head, just to see is that nutty? But I'm just trying out ideas all the time. You know what? That's that we're going off topic already. But the, I just on times how I solve um a lot of problems. I just start talking to my wife. And I'm just talking about the problem and I can talk my way through the whole thing and she can just sit there and nod her head. Yeah. Right. And in the end, you go, good talk. Thanks for that. And she goes, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Darcy? What are your goals well, for 2023? I, you know, I kind of, I kind of titled uh, 2023 housekeeping and, uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, I talk about, that's funny. I talk about playing offense and defense, right? Uh, initiating his offense, uh, whether it's a creative endeavor, uh, a new venture, or a lot of our work uh, starting new is offense. But um, playing defense is protecting the asset. So when you're, you know, you're trying to find balance to both the initiating and protecting. Uh, and sometimes it can get a little bit ragged. So we've just pushed through purchasing a whole new portfolio, uh, a couple hundred suites, buildings, and it's an enormous amount of work to get it under wraps, to, to you know, uh, buy it, title, all the other business, get it uh, fixed and safe and healthy and filled up. And our vacancy rate over the last um, three months as we sort of fine tune things and brought suites into uh, rentals. Um, I don't know if listeners know, we, we bought a bunch of units just at the beginning of COVID and then the world's you know, pressed pause for a while. So we were carrying significant vacancies for 18 months because it was just hard to find contractors that could work safely and coordinate them and materials and fill spaces. So in the last four months, we've reduced our vacancy in these brand new properties from you know 30% down to six, which is a lot. We're lacing hand over fist right now. And all of our work that we've been doing for 16 months is paying off, but it gets a bit ragged. You have laundry rooms where the stuff is stashed and extra materials from jobs and things are just ragged in the properties the parts you can see look beautiful the parts you can't see behind closet doors 
are a mess. We got leftover materials and everything. And every part of our business is a little bit like that right now, it feels to me. Now I'm a really tidy, tucked away sort of person. So my level of what it has to be to be right is probably fairly high. And others might not be as bothered by how it sits, but I am. So in every respect, I'm just thinking about housekeeping. So on the professional edge of things, um, it's making sure that we have every single name and contact number for easy text. Because we text people at the beginning of the, or just before the end of the month saying rents are due on this day, collection pro proteins will be this. We easy text for um, uh, safety or uh, fire, fire, um, fire inspections. All these other inspections we do, I want every, you know, that's just one little thing. I, I want every text in that system and someone pushing the button at regular intervals, making sure they're communicating really well. This is what we expect. Hey, it's really cold. Like on the prairies right now, it's in the minus high minus 30s. It's really cold. We're, you know, making sure that we have um, uh, information bulletins out about how cold it is to keep, keep your curtains off your radiators so that they work and heat the room and that you don't freeze them on an outside wall, stuff like that. So I'm talking about detailing our job and our business. It's also things like um, improving. Right now it's budget time. We're looking at how we can improve every single thing. Where are we making money? Where are we leaking money? What's costing us from everything from bookkeeping time to property management time to where are we inefficient? So this is a really good time to put eyes on that and find out what I'm going to do for the new year. So it's a bunch of little things. Um, we find that our residents really need storage and they're willing to pay for storage. Where can we find and build storage this year for people, for snow tires, especially for out of season items, Christmas decorations, it all comes up. Every season has something and we're looking at that. So on the professional side of things, it's just tightening down everything, lock it down, making sure it's smooth, it's working, it's accountable and it's efficient. And, you know, we do that every year, but as I start the year, it's particularly front of mind. I'm looking at ways to, definitely make a difference and especially on the neat things like housekeeping i hate losing money through sloth just because you weren't paying attention because things break because you weren't paying attention so on the business side of things that's that's a big one for this year a lot of housekeeping on the house side of things like get my household in that um i joke about losing a thousand pounds at the new year's resolution but what i'm talking about is those yeah what I'm talking about is, <laughs> uh, no but i'm talking about you know, those second sets of tools that you don't use, those things that you just don't use um, and stuff, um, turn over your paperwork and documentation that you're keeping this past seven years is not statute requirement and not necessary. Things you already have digital records for, but you're keeping paper versions of it. This is thousands of pounds of stuff that just clutter up my life. And every year I just try to clean out some of that stuff. If it's going to Goodwill, if there's sweaters you don't wear, shoes that don't, that kind of stuff. I just want to clean out my closets. So that's a big deal like uh, for me in the new year, just cleaning that stuff up and tidying it and getting rid of it. Um, and it extends even into the personal, like we just met with two uh, part of our financial team. And, you know, by that it sounds more grand than it is, but I'm a client of RBC. Um, as a client, I get access to their wealth management and planning people. Yeah. You pay for it. It's an annual service. Um, but they have a tax planning attorney and a, a wealth manager. I put that together with, you know, my best thoughts, my mentor's best thoughts, the guy who handles my RSBs and TFSAs, the RBC wealth people, and, you know, work out a plan. What's missing? 
Now, I don't know, I don't never done it every year, but it's worth looking into. So, you know, just some tidying up some things, um, recalculating my outstanding tax liability if I were to sell everything for my estate. I've got, uh, you know, adult children now. My youngest is 18 and my oldest is 24, but none of them are in the state of being readiness to be executors of our will. Um, what are the best thinkings around powers of attorney? Are they updated? Are their net worth statements updated? Where are they? Are they readily accessible? Does your will reflect your intentions? What about your charitable giving for this year and the next? And what are your plans there? Um, these are things that people typically do by the decade planning, but they fall out of um, relevance quickly, especially if you're in a dynamic business that's growing. Your details might be widely out of whack and your tax liabilities that you're calculated could be completely wrong. Um, there's ways to deal with that stuff and it takes time. And, you know, because I've finished my master's degree and we've wrapped up the sale of the Ontario stuff, about half of my daily work, I'm hoping, is gone. I have more time for this and I'm hoping to do a better job of these details. So I think that's where a lot of my focus is gonna be for the next 90 days. Um, in those areas, losing a thousand pounds or more off of our property, yeah. um, tidying up the personal estate, man, um, financial details, you know, with my wife and myself, and, you know, the early part of the year budgets, running targets where we can um, increase um, our efficiency. Because this is the thing, in a low CalP rate environment, where we're still currently in below 6%, we calculate at a 5.5%, every dollar you save is worth $266. It is totally worth doing. Every dollar of water that goes in is calculated an expense and every dollar of water that goes out as sewer is also costly. So every leaking toilet is a double bind. Every, you know, inefficient light, all these things, wherever you can save a dollar is worth 266 bucks. And drilling that into my managers, save a buck here is totally worth it. And they say, it's not worth my time. You can't pay me enough to show up to do that. I said, no, no, wait. I can get you to save me 50 bucks by showing up and I pay you for an hour's labor, I'm saving thousands. Yep. It's totally worth my time. You have to show up and do this. Um, they think they're saving me money by not. And it's just a matter of showing and demonstrating and showing how we can save money and improve the value of the buildings and the quality of our tenants experience. So it's going to be a lot of that. I'm going to feel like a bit of a nag for 90 days, but it's necessary. That's also part of the job. So that's what my next, that's what this year looks like, tidying up housekeeping. It doesn't sound very sexy, does it? No, I did that last year. I uh, no. I had a filing, I'm in like a double filing cabinet, just out of camera view. Um, mm -hmm. And like, you know, it's those really wide, like big filing cabinets. Legal, and yeah. I just went through and I was just like, these are all scanned, you know, I took it down to the wood stove, right? And just yeah. got rid of the whole, like, the whole thing now it stores like some ink and I, I have like my Nerf gun in there. <laughs> it's, 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 it's more for, I don't need all this paper. Right. But yeah. anyway, um, so for me, uh, I don't, when I, I think the way I did this last year was I was trying to, you know, hit uh, revenue targets and I want to remember it was like 52 properties. I wanted to buy a property per year last year. And this year I'm looking at doing this completely different. Um, and I think it's probably growth um, that that's that that just the way I've changed my goals. 
But over the last even two podcasts we recorded, we talked about, you know, leaving our, uh, you know, retiring from real estate was a big one. And in order to be able to do that for me, um, I have to start investing in other people's projects was one of the things, right? So mm -hmm. I have to, um, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, sort of like our one before, it's the abundance thing and it's growth. And I have to, um, instead of using all my money to invest in my projects, a lot of times uh, I'm... I'm raising the entire project my you know for the thing so I don't actually um I use my money to live off of but um I think the next step is to to put it out right so um I want to invest in some other people's projects throughout uh 2023 um so some people's ears might have perked up um <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> but that that's the whole thing and um, I'm not actually for my I don't want to take big leaps into this cuz um in all honesty there's um when you start doing this uh, there's, I have a lot of goals and a lot of these goals do involve money, right? So you can't mm -hmm. spend it all on uh, putting it out into other people's projects, right? Um, like for instance, I'd like to get a truck. Uh, I'm not, I want to buy a 200 unit apartment building this summer or fall, which in order to do that, is going to need some risk capital, right? So I have to keep that money. I need money for life. I need money for trips. Um, so anyway, there, there's going to be a, a lot of money that's required for things too. So I can't just spend all my money. Um, another part I need money for is I'm, uh, last year I did, uh, one of my goals was to build that uh, board for the family. And we wanted to like every property I got to, you know, work our way up the, the chart uh, in order to get a swimming pool. So we've completed that chart. So the swimming pool is going to be installed this summer. So that isn't free uh, either. So I need the money for the swimming pool. Um, uh, I kind of feel like I'm stealing from Ari, but I did write this down beforehand. Um, I want to schedule more date nights with my wife because I honestly, whenever I was setting these goals, I, I sat down with the wife and I said, well, what, what do we need to have in here? Right. And we needed to schedule more date nights, right? We needed to, we have tons of time around each other. We're around each other all the time, but it's not a date night. And a lot of times there's kids involved or work involved. Um, That's and, definitely not a date night. <laughs> no, uh, but to actually, you know, step you know, to actually go out for dinner. Right. Um, and another thing about that is that is a write-off on the company. Like it is a business meeting or could be classified as a business meeting as well. So it's not a, a monetary restriction. It's just a planning restriction. It's our, it's my own fault for not planning enough of those. Right. Yeah. Um, so schedule more date nights. Um, one thing I wanted to do is um, sort of set more one-on-one -on -one time uh, with my kids. A lot of times I'm hanging out with both of my kids and, you know, that's great and everything else, but I know that they do really appreciate one-on-one -on -one time, right? So setting times to go out for lunch or breakfast or something with one kid, right? Um, which is something I, a lot of times I just take both, right? Um, but to split that up, I think is, uh, it's great for them, right? Um, for uh, my wife and I, we're going to Antigua in February. So there's like one date night, long, week-long date night we're going to do, Um for the coaching that I do, uh, I want to make an online course for it where it's not actually involving me. Um, a lot of times, a lot of the material that I'm covering, it's the same every time. So it, mm -hmm. you know, when you think about it, it's just me repeating the same material. So if that's the case, you know, then there's, you know, the help as well as that, you know, where I will get on calls and do other things. Um, but for the, the main part, I think I could, uh, you know, what do you call it? Scale it 
by just taking myself out of the equation, doing recordings and, and take myself out. So I want to do that. I want to edit some of the recordings, you know, basically crop it out. So there's no one else in it except for myself, no one else's voice except for myself, but basically use some of the recordings before some I've marked some of them that are very good um, that I, at least the ones I like the most. Um, and so I'll use a lot of those. Um, I want to set up a new office this uh, coming up. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to give up this office yet, but there's uh, a few rooms in the basement that I'm planning on at least at the very least moving, a making a recording studio in there, meaning like having a desk, proper desk. Um, I have all these professional lights, but in this office, there's no room for them. Um, so to be able to set up my professional lights so that I'll actually be lit better, um, for the YouTube version of everything. Um, and so have a more of a recording studio in one of the rooms downstairs. Um, I talked about the apartment building. Um, one thing I haven't talked about at all, but I've, I've been, it's been on my like vision board for a long time. Uh, and actually wasn't even on for the last couple of years, but to write a book, um, I want to start working towards writing a book. Uh, and so, you know, it's just a step-by-step -step process to start working on it. Um, uh, I don't even know what that note was. <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing I want to do is read 12 books. So one a month. Um, I went and bought, uh, or I have four new physical books and then I'll probably read those and then I'll probably do the other ones as audiobooks. but to get through the 12 books, a lot of times for me, I can go for a hike and a walk and get my, my time in with the book a lot easier walking. Um, but I do want, I know that there's a, a lot of benefits to actually reading the book. Um, so I'm going to do that. And some of the books, um, I have, I have all, a lot of these books that I've already listened to the audio version. I have them in a physical version. So even mm -hmm. to read it, uh, again as well. So I might be able to have like, I have so many books, they're just, <laughs> but I usually just do the audio books. So I want to do some physical books. Um, I have set up a bunch of, bunch of fitness goals, but, um, we don't need to do this on the podcast, but when we're talking, uh, what, you know, we do a, a mastermind sort of thing between the three of us anyway. So I'll talk about those more there. Um, one thing that Darcy triggered whenever he brought it up was to do a will. Um, it's Heather and I've been talking about it for years. Two wills. Two wills. Two, two wills. One that's probatable for just the things for probate and one for all the others. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as, yeah uh, I'm not a certified tax planner or a tax attorney or a lawyer, <laughs> but... <laughs> Two wills. Two wills. Okay. Just for the items that are probatable and their second will is for all the other stuff. Um, the stuff that are direct gifts and uh, um, it's just, yeah, but you will work, require to talk to your, or tax, your, your yeah. attorney or your lawyer about it, but you will require two executors. They cannot be the same person, which means you've doubled trying to find that elusive person who can manage your stuff. But some items are uh, required to be probated things that are managed by others and some are not and if you separate them you can avoid and it's thoroughly legal you can avoid putting them in the probated uh, basket which is like what 1.2 percent okay yeah you don't want to just give away that 1.2 percent to your taxation authority for the purpose of probating when you don't have to it, that's one of those things that's been on my list for a long time and I just it's just low on the list and it just keeps getting pushed and pushed and never gets done um so I'm gonna put that on to actually get that done um I did um partner up uh with another person I'm not going to do any name drops um but uh we're I'm planning we're going to be building a new multifamily course so that will be something there 
Um, and with that person, I want to ideally do 10 small multifamilies as well this year. Um, the last thing I have on my list, which I'm not sure is, you know, this might open a rabbit hole. So we'll, maybe we'll cut the episode off when I edit this, if, if I edit this. But um, I want to buy some gold this year. Um, uh, I've been reading a lot of stuff about this world currency change. And um, I don't know where the heck anything's going. But if our dollars become way less valuable the the gold gold seems like a good idea to be holding some of it um i don't hold any gold ever it usually just seems like it, it just sort of keeps par but if the world currency i'm kind of concerned if it switches from the us to china and china is building that currency with russia and a bunch of other countries all based on gold it might be in my best interest to be holding some gold um so um, I, I don't know <laughs> that's a whole thing right um but it's it's really interesting to me and I've been reading and watching a lot of YouTube and stuff about it and uh there's a bunch of different metals to own that they're, they're interested in investing in and if that actually happens I think those metals will become very valuable but which is really that it's not with a lot of things like gold gold never really changes value just our dollars are going to drop right with the inflation and everything else right I it's having some gold might not be a bad idea <laughs> well you know it's not necessarily down a rabbit hole i mean at every juncture you know monthly quarterly and annually the, these goals are signposts to re or reorganize or reconsider decisions that you've made so when we talk about annual decisions we're actually talking about your portfolio real estate we might be located in the real estate industry but it is only one of the financial tools that we're using. We're also using savings, uh, RRSPs, RESPs, loans, other financial tools. It's not unreasonable to look at your portfolio and examine your risk and diversify risk. Um, you know, if you're tapped out and you have no cash but a huge pile of equity in real estate, that's super unbalanced and it's massively risky. Um, it may not seem efficient to put monies into you know, precious metals or other things, but that's part of a balanced portfolio and the balanced approach that I think all of us are looking for. Um, there might be seasons where you're a little bit unbalanced um, or because of your expertise or your focus of your business, you're heavily in real estate, like the three of us, um, but we're not that unlike any other person managing finances, aware of the other tools out there. I don't think it's a, that far astray. This is a really good time to sit down and look at your portfolio. Where's your risk? Where's your money? Where's your investment? And what are you doing to mitigate risk? Grow, grow what you need to grow and cut and delete what you don't need. So even if you have an inefficient financial instruments, lose that thousand pounds. Just yeah. cut them. You know, this is the time to cut the dogs out of the herd. That's kind of a mixed metaphor. <laughs> but, you know, get the dogs out of the portfolio. Move on. You know, be ruthless. Um, check your losses, book them in your taxes for next year and move on. I don't think that's uh, out too far out. All right, what are you thinking for bringing us home? Well, I, well I'm going to go in before. I, oh, yeah, I think we need, uh, for people who are listening to this, it's one of those things, creating your goals, that's kind of one of those fluffy things that a lot of people will just skip doing. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's powerful stuff. And even when you're planning these goals out, if you start working on them as soon as like, or even now, even before the new year happens is the best time to start. Um, but you'll find that you can accomplish more in a year than you think. And you probably can get a lot of this whole thing done in half a year, right? Yep. Um, it, 
and it's it's powerful stuff. But the thing is, if you don't do these goals and you don't do your vision board, it's it's fluffy stuff, but you won't get to where you're trying to go because you don't know where you're going, right? Um, and I honestly was one of those people who was like, okay, yeah, I kind of have an idea in my head. Put it on paper and stick it in front of your computer or above your computer or somewhere. So you sit down and you see what you're aiming for. Because that's one of my, was one of my big weaknesses is I would just have goals in my head, but it doesn't, you don't actually, you're not, um, if you haven't told them to anybody, you don't feel obligated to achieve them. And you, you need to have that accountability buddy to make sure you get there. Right. Yep. It just helps. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a formula, but that smart or smarter goals thing, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time bound, um, ethical, and uh, whatever's the R. Um, it's a, it's a simple formula, but it, it's honestly, it exists and why people ascribe to it is because it actually works. Um, I think it's foundational. To when I was at that, that mastermind down in Florida, there people were showing some of their vision boards that they built. And yeah. the one guy built, had a vision board of, and he had a cottage that he wanted to buy at some point. And then, uh, he went and last year he saw the cottage up for sale that exact one he built like 10 years ago when he was just you know looking through magazines and that house came up for sale and now he had the means to buy it so now he's actually has the exact house from his vision board 10 years ago which is like how freaking cool is that but no it's um you look if you build these vision boards and then you you look at it like in a few years you go hey i've checked off a lot of that stuff yep yeah yeah you need direction and um and the other exercise that I try to do is to uh, to do a work back plan, you know, reverse engineer. This is where I want to go. So what do I need to do in the interim? What are the milestones that will get me there? And um, I uh, I used to do two ways. So the milestones and then the daily grind. So what activities do I need to do daily to get me there? I know for myself, I want to find... Um, deals in commercial real estate and I, the way i'm going about it is calling brokers for off-market deals and uh, so that's what i'm doing every day call brokers follow up and identify different markets and then call the brokers in those markets and yeah who, who has the most listings and um, and then talk to those brokers and stay top of mind and uh, yeah so and it's good to have somebody to help you with that um with the reverse engineering, you know, for the milestones, because uh, I had a coach who helped me with that. And that was very, uh, very helpful. Hmm. I like it. Totally agree. Cool. Well, good luck for everybody who's setting goals. Very successful people set goals and they and they aspire to, they have, a you know, a northern star and they, they, they there is a, a path that they're taking and then there are difficulties along the way. But then, you know, they remind themselves of their why, the, the direction they want to they want to go and that helps them stay on on point and focus and keep going. So I think goals are important and um, uh yeah, and I like the idea of 10x, but not only 10x your goals, 10x your efforts to get there. Um, I think that's uh, that's another idea I like. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. So that was uh, our um, goals for 2023 episode. Um, if you want to share your goals with us, feel free to email us advancedreitalk at gmail.com, advancedreitalk at gmail.com. Thank you, Glenn, glennsutherland.com, Darcy, darcywhite.ca, and Aurelien, themindfulinvestor.net. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week. Bye, everybody. 
talked right over you. <laughs> <laughs>